Welcome to Dean's Data Depot. My name is Jeffrey Dean. And my name is Mason Dean. And every week we'll be bringing you data-driven sports content. And today we will be filling out our MLB All-Star ballots. Awesome. So let's jump right into it with the AL and we will start with the first base with the first baseman. So for my first baseman, I put Vladimir Guerrero Jr. For AL first baseman, he leads in war and OPS, and he's a major league leader with home runs. Yeah, no, that, so that's also who I had. I mean, frankly, I think he's making a very strong case for AL MVP at this point in the season. As you said, he leads in OPS and, and war. He also leads in home runs, RBI, and he's the third in average in the MLB, um, first in the AL, as well as third in the AL, and um, and hit sixth overall in the league. I at, and he, you know, homeward today um, in the in the Blue Jays' route of the Red Sox, uh, giving him a two now two three home run lead um, in the MLB. Yeah, I think so. He's at twenty one, and I think Tatis is second with nineteen. Okay, yeah, and also the for the over the last five years, the home run leader at that point in the season has made the All Star game for the last five years. Um, they've been a starter, so I think it's pretty easy to pencil in. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. there as the first baseman in the AL. What about second baseman? Uh, I had Marcus Simeon. At an AL second base, he leads in war and home runs, and he's been playing good defense, so I think he should be the starter at second base. Yeah, no, that's that's also who I had. I'm wor- I was worried at that point, you know, that um, too much Toronto bias there. But, no, yeah, I also have Marcus Simeon, third most um, in extra bases per at-bat as well. Um and as well as the, he out of all the um, AL second basemen, he has the fewest number of at bats per home run, um, and also the most total bases of any uh, of any second baseman in the AL. As well as you said, uh, wins above replacement, he has the highest defensive wins above replacement for an AL for the AL second baseman. Um, so keeping it in the AL East, I have Rafael Devers um, for third baseman out of Boston. Who do you have? I have Jose Ramirez. So I looked at Jose Ramirez versus Rafael Devers, and I was looking on defense mostly because their offensive numbers are about the same. And Jose Ramirez has a 5% defensive rating. It's estimated success rate, and he is a switch hitter, so his splits get against left-handed pitching and right-handed pitching are much better than Devers. Interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah, so I, I had Devers. Uh, He's, you know, fourth in the f- fourth and average of AL third baseman. He's the, tied for first um, in home runs of for AL third baseman with 15. Do you know who he's tied with by any chance? Uh, I do not. I knew that Jose Ramirez was a little behind in total bases and average and on-base percentage, but they were close enough that I went to look at defense, and Jose Ramirez's defense is much better. I see. Okay. Um, let's see. Awesome. All right, so now moving on, uh, who's your shortstop? Uh, my shortstop is Xander Bogarts. Out of AL shortstops, he leads an on-base percentage, slugging, OPS, and doubles. So I'm pretty sure this is a safe bet that Xander Bogarts will be the starter. Yeah, so I, I also, Xander Bogarts, I thought it was a tough pick between him and Carlos Correa of the, of the Houston Astros. Um, he, you know, as he said, he also leads the AL, um, AL shortstops in fielding percentage, and he's second in home runs. So I think, I think Bogarts is, um, should be that shortstop. You know, Boston is also second in the AL East. They're in, they're in a solid position going, you know, as we approach the All-Star break um, as far as positioning. So I think he'll join D versus uh, two Red Sox to go to the All-Star game. 
Uh, and then, so as far as catchers, um, I have Salvador Perez, um, who's your catcher. Yeah, I also have Salvador Perez out of AL catchers. He leads in war and home runs. He plays most, like, he plays a lot of games, a lot of percentage of games, and his defense is about average, so, and his offensive statistics are way better than the other catchers. Yes, yeah, no, because as well, he also leads in average RBI's fielding percentage. He's second in OPS um, by .001 to Mitch Garver of the Minnesota Twins. Um, he's all yeah. He also has, as far as defense is concerned, he has the fewest stolen bases allowed and the highest um, caught stealing percentage. And of MLB catchers, he's first in home runs, RBIs, hits, third in fielding percentage, um, and errors, and then fourth in caught stealing. So even on the you know on the in the in the whole mate of the whole majors, he's he's a top notch um, catcher. Now okay, so now moving on to the outfielders, um, I I. I Built uh, a somewhat of a metric here because I, you know, was having a hard time narrowing it down. Um, so what I what I did is I, I the, the I there were uh, eight categories uh, that I was scoring them on that I was you know that, that I was looking at their ranks for OPS, home runs, RBIs, average fielding percentage, walks per strikeouts, um, outfield assists, and extra bases per at bat, uh, and then looking at you know who had the lowest sum of rankings. Um, so that's what I did, and I had I have Aaron Judge, Adelise Garcia, and Cedric Mullins. Who are your three? So I also had Aaron Judge and Cedric Mullins. I have J.D. Martinez. His offense statistics are really good. He leads in OPS and slugging. Aaron Judge for AL outfielders leads in on-base percentage. And Cedric Mullins leads in war, average, and he is second in stolen bases. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, so I... Uh, Judge was the my the best rated um, outfielder. What did you what did you put give any thought to Mike Trout and Byron Buxton? No, they have high wars, but I think they were just injured too much. Byron Buxton, I think only had he had less than a hundred at bats, and if you had less than a hundred at bats, I pretty much discounted you. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I because I think Buxton made a solid case had he played more games. Hot, he had one of the he has a pretty high OPS for the games he's played, but you know the thing that did count him out was the number of games he's missed. Uh, last the last All Star game in 2019, there was only one player that played less than 85 percent of their games that wasn't a catcher, and that was George George Springer, who is batting 303 with a 973 OPS and 18 home runs, which was keeping pace with a lot of people who had played 20 or so more games than him. Um, and while Buxton has comparable numbers, uh, his Twins have the third worst record in the AL. Um, but but at that time with Springer, the Astros were had the third best record in baseball overall. So I you know I don't think Buxton is able to make that cut. Um, I did have JD Martinez as my DH. Who's your DH? My DH is Shohei Otani. The MLB needs Shohei Otani in the All Star game. He can pitch. He can hit. You've already heard about him. If he's not everyone's DH, then that's a real bummer for Major League Baseball. Interesting. Okay, so then who's your pitcher? My starting pitcher is Lance Lynn. He has a 1.23 ERA. He's very good. He's thrown a lot of innings, and he's just shutting everyone down. Okay, yeah. So I, I have Lance Lynn as my pitcher, but I, but now that you you talk about Shohei Otani, I think that you know it would be good. It would you know be good for the All Star game, and I think it would be really interesting for him to be the pitcher there. Um, I don't know his exact his his pitching line. Um, but Lance Lynn, definitely a solid pitcher there. Yeah, number one in the RA, number four in walks 
and hits per innings pitched. Also, he's one of 11 AL pitchers with a complete game, and he has the fewest losses of AL pitchers. He, he should definitely get that all-star spot. Um, so now moving on to the NL. Who, who's your first baseman? So Max Muncy, he played some second when Albert Pujols came, but I think Max Muncy, the first baseman, I have him as my starter. He leads first baseman in war and walks. His on-base percentage is really high. He has the, the second-highest war in baseball. I think he should get the first baseman job. Okay, yeah, so do I. Um, he is 946 OPS best among NL first baseman. Uh, he's only missed four games, of which the Dodgers have only won one without him. Not a huge sample size, but, you know, for what it's worth, the Dodgers, he's very valuable to the Dodgers. Um, what about second base? Uh, I have Adam Frazier. I've never heard of him. I was very surprised when I looked at the, st- the statistics that he was pretty high. He leads all second basemen in the NL on average, and he's second in total bases. Okay, so I had Frazier for a while, but as I kept looking, I switched over um, my pick to Ozzie Albies. The second most home runs in the NL of second baseman, most RBIs um, of MLB second baseman. He's fifth in OPS of NL second baseman. He's also started all of his games and only committed two errors on um, 230 fielding chances through 527 innings. So, you know, durable, good defensive player, also a good offensive player. Um, fielding percentage of, you know, 991, second in the MLB. Yeah, and he's a switch hitter, which all MLB teams like switch hitters because then you can't line up the relievers with the analytics when you have a lefty pitcher and a lefty bat. So that will probably help this case, but I think it should still be Adam Frazier. All right, also, um, so moving moving across the diamond to third base, I have uh, recently came to St. Louis from Colorado. I have Nolan Arenado. Um, he was one of three good choice. I thought there were three good choices here for um, third baseman. Arenado, Justin Turner, and Manny Machado. Did you take either of those two? I did take Nolan Arenado. He leads NL third baseman in slugging and total bases, and he's seven-time gold glove. Excellent on the defensive side, and the oh, those other two, they play okay defense, but not gold glove level defense. Yeah, so just continuing on that defense, he, he his 59 putouts are the most of the of NL third baseman by almost 19, so that's almost 33%. Um, so, you know, that's that's a huge, huge defensive number, 6th in OPS, 4th in average, 3rd in home runs, 1st in RBIs, lowest strikeout rate of NL third baseman. Very, very strong performance. I'm pretty sure I can guess um, from who I've heard you talk about a lot who your shortstop is. It is Fernando Tatis Jr. He leads NL shortstops and OPS home runs and runs, even though he spent like 12 days on the IL. He is the best player in baseball, undoubtedly. Wow. Okay, so that's a strong statement. I mean, look, okay, so looking at these numbers, I think that there's, there's a you know strong case to be made that he is the best player in baseball. He's first of NL shortstops that runs runs scored home runs are uh, second in RBIs, first in stolen bases and in OPS. He's tied for second in the MLB for total home runs, but he homered today, so now he has sole possession of second place. I'm pretty sure um, behind Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who I I I find it hard to say that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is the best player in baseball, but he certainly I think he's playing like that. I would put him ahead of Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, if not for nothing else, if for no other reason than his versatility, Guerrero's uh, ability to play across the di- all you know all those positions across the diamond. But you know Fernando Tatis Jr. definitely I think an all star all star shortstop. My three outfielders for the NL 
So for that, I had Acuna, Winker, and Castellanos. Yeah, so did I. I think after I, so I did the same thing with the NL outfielders as I did for the for the AL outfielders, and those three, Acuna, Castellano, and Winker, are far and away the three best outfielders. Followed closely behind by Chris Bryant, but I think you know all being able the 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 Reds, um, the Cincinnati Reds duo and Acuna. Can't go wrong there. Acuna, you know, a show-stopping uh, talent, number one in home runs of, of qualifying NL outfielders, first in extra bases per at-bats, third in OPS and RBIs, fourth in walk percentage. You know, Jess, Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos are all – the three of those are pretty much alternating one, two, three throughout all the statistics I looked at. Yeah, Jesse Winker, he's second in slugging, second in OPS, second in total bases, and second in runs. Mostly because Nick Castellanos is first among NL outfielders in OPS, WAR, and total bases. I okay, yeah. So that, that's a. I mean, Cincinnati is a great one-two punch there. That's for sure. Um, and I think it'd be fun to see those two teammates make the All Star game together. Um, who's your catcher? My catcher is Buster Posey, the San Francisco Giants. Of all catchers, he leads in OPS, total bases, and home runs. Yep. Okay. So I also had Posey. Also, um, you know. San Francisco, number one in the NL West, number one in the NL. His team is playing very well. He's been there for a while. And I, so I think, you know, number one average OPS, second in home run, sixth in RBI. Great ball player, definitely uh, all-star caliber. Pitcher, I think, is a pretty unanimous decision out of the NL. Number one in ERA, walks, hits, turning, hits, average. He's only allowed four earned runs. That pitcher is Jacob DeGrom with the New York Mets. Is there any way... You can't pick him. No, Jacob DeGrom gets my nod. An interesting stat I found is that Jacob DeGrom has more multi-hit games than he is allowed this season. So as a hitter, he's gotten three multi-hit games, and as a pitcher, he's only let up one. That is incredible. I mean, his his ERA is like .056 or something like that. That is insane numbers. So now that you've ha- now that you have your lineups, who do you think is taking this ball game? So I think it's the AL. They they have more name brand players. If you add up their WAR, it's better. They have a DH. They don't have to have a pitcher hit. So I think the AL would win. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think that the A. I mean, the NL has. I think they have a bet. They have better um, third baseman. I think they have a better shortstop. I think that you know Tatis Jr. Definitely gives an advantage to the NL um, as as well as Arnado as and Acuna Jr. Um, I think that those three could you know potentially swing it in the NL as well as Jacob Degrom. You know, like you said, you know the I think overall the offense of the AL is better, but I think when you put that against Jacob Degrom, that will be a good that will be a good matchup to watch. Yeah, I think so too. Another thing is is like I think the NL outfielders are better than the AL outfielders with Winker, Castellanos. Those two are those those outfielders are two of the top three in overall baseball and OPS. The AL outfielders are not as good at the plate as the NL one, so I think we'll be close, but if they're playing to win, I think the AL would win. Interesting. Well we'll just have to see how it plays out. Thank you. This has been a very interesting discussion. I'm Jeffrey Dean. I'm Mason Dean and this has been the Dean's Data Depot.